Hey loves, welcome to the Tantric Activation Podcast with Sarah Rose, the number one podcast for men and women who want to become the most sexually confident version of themselves and have a relationship that is the secure foundation and fuel for every other aspect of their lives. Tantric Activation is for anyone seeking to optimize their potential. My name is Sarah Rose. I'm a world-renowned sex and relationship coach and the founder of Tantric Activation. On my website, tantricactivation.com, you can find information about my men's and women's coaching programs. On this podcast, I'll show you how to tap into Tantra to take control and transform your life into one that you're passionate about on every single level. Let's jump in. Down Hey loves, welcome. Glad to be here with you. I am talking about one of my favorite subjects tonight, which is power. Yeah, I said tonight, didn't I? So it's like 6.30 here right now. It's already dark outside in New York. It gets dark pretty early this time of the year. Uh, but we're going to talk about power. And this is really one of my favorite topics. I talk about it in a lot of different ways uh, a lot because it's so fucking important. And I really, really, really want you to understand sexual power and your power, your core truth, your essence, like the real power that can fuel your fucking life. And so I was thinking about actually I am kind of an obsessive personality maybe you've noticed that so I get like really into something and so my current obsession is with soul cycle so I know I used to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu and talked a lot about that but when the pandemic started it just did not feel safe for me to be like in that close contact like exchanging bodily fluids with multiple people per night, kind of like the hookup culture went downhill during the pandemic, uh, as did my Brazilian jiu-jitsu fetish. So I haven't picked it back up as much as I love it. And if I move to a different part of the city, uh, which I might, then I may end up, you know, doing that again, but we'll see. Anyway, so for now, Soul Cycle is my current fetish. And Oh my God. So I go six mornings a week and I'm totally obsessed with it to the point where I was at one point dating this guy and he was like, Sarah, like, it's a little bit weird. Like (laughs) how happy you are every time you go to soul cycle. He's like, it's great. You know, he's like, it's really awesome that you love it so much. He's like, you know, but but it's also a little bit weird because <laughs> like I was like so fucking happy, you know, all the time. I'm like, oh my God, it went to soul cycle. It's like, you know, but I didn't tell him this for quite a while because it was kind of my secret, but eventually I did let him know. I, first of all, I mean, going in, having that hard bike seat between my legs first thing in the morning, that was pretty hot. And then to top it off, so my favorite instructor, she is, she, we'll start there. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So she is this lesbian woman who, all right, my soul cycle ladies, New York City soul cycle women listening to this, you totally know what I'm talking about. You totally know 
the teacher that I'm talking about. I mean, this woman, all I can think about is like, oh my God, like if she was eating my pussy, I know I would be so fucking happy. And like, I totally go to Soul Cycle and I'm like, oh my God, like, yes, yes, yes. And I've got this fetish going on for this teacher. So it's a huge motivator to get my ass up and to get there and to perform really well in class because of course I want to impress the fucking teacher that I want to eat my pussy. So, um, so there's that. And then I was recently out with a friend and it came up about soul cycle. And I was like, yeah, I went to soul cycle this morning. He's like, oh my God, sir. He's like, I went to soul cycle once and it's like a fucking cult. <laughs> and I was like, well, um, and he knows like my, my history and everything. He's like, you know, I'm like the queen of cults, right? Like, you know, I grew up in fundamentalist Christianity. Uh, I did the whole like Kundalini yoga, Tapa Yogi Bhajan cult thing. Um, I explored Hare Krishna for a while, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like total cult mentality as well. So not that these things are like inherently bad, but like that um, kind of dynamic is uh, definitely in my personality to be a part of it. <laughs> so and then, so that, those are the, the weekday classes, but then the one that's on Saturdays, oh, yeah, so that one's, there's two guys in that class that are te- that teach that class, <sighs> and they're both hot, and all I can think about is being double penetrated by both of them, so that gets me up on Saturday mornings because... Otherwise, I would probably not want to get up that early on a Saturday, but I do, and I I, I really ride hard. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, it's great, right? Like those feelings of desire feel so good, and yet, like, how many people walk around this planet feeling guilty? about their desires and what they want and their sexuality and their sexual desires, you know, and it's like, it's so normal. It's just part of our humanity to feel sexual, to want, to be attracted, you know, I'll work with people and, you know, men who will have desires for women that they're not in relationship with and they'll sometimes feel really guilty about that like they shouldn't have these desires i'm like are you alive are you human like because if you're not having desires i'm going to come over there and feel your pulse and make sure you're still alive it's totally totally normal to feel desire okay so And this is something it's important to discuss because it happens both with men and women. Like men have a really, really hard time if the woman that they're with is wanting another man. Like that I think is usually harder for men even than it is for women if uh, their, their guy is like, you know, attracted to another woman. And there's a lot in our biology and there's a lot in our psychology 
that plays into this. But one of the things to look at is when it comes to the psychological aspect of it is, is this, what does this mean about you, right? Like what is the problem with your partner having desires for someone else? And a lot of times when you really get deep down in there beneath the surface layers, the surface reasons, there's some sort of insecurity around, okay, if my partner is attracted to someone else, then it means they may not love me. Maybe I am unlovable. And those feelings of being unlovable are very pervasive among people. And those feelings are often trapped and locked into place, or those those thoughts are trapped and locked into place by different emotions. So maybe that makes you feel sad. Maybe that makes you feel angry. Maybe that makes you feel fearful. Um, Maybe it's something that there's even some guilt deep down in there about it. So most of the time, our reactions to things are about us, not about the other person, not about our partner. And so having awareness and having emotional responsibility, taking, taking responsibility for our emotions is going to help you be a lot more mature in your relating and in your relationships. And when you do that, that's having a growth mentality. And that's really fucking sexy to have a growth mentality in your relationships. So, you know, if you have a monogamous relationship and you have those boundaries on your relationship and you've, you know, explicitly had this discussion and talked about what this means to each of you, because monogamy can mean two different things to two different people that are in the same relationship. And most people don't even have this discussion of what monogamy means to them personally and as a couple. And so it's important to talk about that and even write this out with your partner. Like, okay, what, what are the defines of our, of our relationship? And in knowing that you can be in a monogamous relationship and you don't have to be out there like uh, just drooling over every hot chick that walks by or whatever, but that it's normal to have desires. It's normal for your partner to have desires. And your sexuality is a big piece of your power. And when you can use the feelings, these the, the turn on, the lust, the sensations of desire that you feel, and use them to become more powerful, you channel them, you don't have to act on them, you don't have to be like me with my, you know, drool coming down my, my face, looking at these two hot guys up there teaching my class and wanting to be fucked by both of them. <laughs> you could. <laughs> no, I come home and I put that energy to good work. <laughs> I don't go after them and try and fuck them. <laughs> but you could use that energy, right? This is your life force energy. Use it to fuel your life. Use it to power your life. 
and be aware of it. Be conscious of it. Don't let it, you know, lead you down some path that you don't want to be going down, some path that is not in service to your higher purpose, to your true purpose here. And that's unfortunately what a lot of people do is they get caught up in, oh, I have this desire, so I should follow it down this path or that path. And sometimes maybe you should, but sometimes maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should just feel it, use it, let it empower you. Let yourself walk lighter because you feel that, right? Let it turn you on and you go fuck your wife, all right? Like, enjoy it. Let your let this energy be fun and playful and something that something's like a spark in your life, right? I think we've just, we're so serious about sexuality. And unfortunately, a lot of time we need to be because just because of all the the negative effects of patriarchy on our sexuality over the last 10,000 years, there's a lot of damage that needs to be undone. There's a lot of unwinding that we have to do in order to get to that place of fun and sparkles and just like the passion, the lusciousness, all the goodness that we really want. Um, you know, but because of that, there's often like so much seriousness around our sexuality. And it's like, can we just enjoy and play and like bringing play into your sexuality is actually a really powerful thing to do as well. Just think how, how a child playing and they're totally in their zone and you get it like as an adult, right? You get into your zone when you're working out or you get into your zone when you're at work, like in that zone for kids, the zone is play. And this is before so much of life has impacted them. And they're able to be just like innocent and joyful and, and, and having fun. But there's also a real innate power there. And it's not the type of power that we usually associate with power. It's not the type of power of like, okay, um, you know, I'm CEO of this company and, you know, we just went public or it's not the kind of power of I was just, uh, you know, elected president of the United States or, you know, whatever it might be. Not that kind of power that we usually associate with power. It's the kind of power that is... It's the kind of power that is just a knowing of oneself. And that's what we lose as adults. We become so fixated on the external power. Kids don't care about that external power at all. Like they are totally fine just being connected to their internal source, their internal life, their joy. And then over time, we lose that. We become so focused with the intellect that we lose everything else. And the joy becomes replaced with the fear, uh, the sadness. Um, and, and with that goes our power. And it is just this, ex and I think like, 
it become it's almost like this external power is a way of compensating for what was lost uh, from childhood and it doesn't have to be like that like as adults what's really cool is we have the ability to have both and we we can have the joy we can have the fun we can have the play and we can have as much external success as we want but having them be matched the internal and the external is what really creates the most power of all and i see a lot of time men have this you know this fixation on the external but when it's not integrated when they don't have it inside it's actually really a turnoff and yeah the external will get them in the door with a woman the external will get a woman's interest she'll be like oh okay you know on paper everything's great <sighs> but on paper it's it's not enough like in a relationship that's not enough you gotta feel you got to feel the insides too. And this is what I hear from a lot of women. I was actually speaking with a matchmaker recently and she was talking about this as well from the women that she works with. She said, you know, Sarah, it's great that you do the work that you do with men because this is really what women desire to have. She said, I, the number one complaint that I get from women is not that they can't find, especially here in New York City, like it's not that they can't find a successful man, like successful men are a dime a dozen here. But for him to have done personal development work, for him to have a sensitivity, for him to be able to connect, for him to be able to create a space of intimacy and love and trust and connection and safety in the relationship, that's really rare. For a man to be able to have talks, like real talks, like actually communicate about things that matter, that is what is rare. And that's why I love doing the work that I do. I love men so much. <laughs> really love men. And this is important, guys. Like, you've got to have this piece of the puzzle. And I, I get from a lot of men the fear that they have around doing this work is they're afraid of the time commitment okay they're afraid that it might change them they like the success that they've created and they're afraid that doing this work may somehow change them in a way that makes them weaker makes them more sensitive maybe you know they don't feel as powerful because of it which is the craziest thing ever because it's exactly the opposite of what happens it actually makes you more powerful it integrates all these pieces of you so imagine that you know you've got parts of yourself that are doing really well okay you've got your intellect that's doing amazing but 
you're more than just your intellect. If you are suffering emotionally, which many, many men are, many men are in a lot of pain. They don't have anyone to talk to. They don't have anyone that will understand what it is that they're feeling inside, what they're going through. And they're in incredible pain from it. If on an energetic level, you're totally depleted, if on a physical level, you're not taking care of yourself as far as the food you eat and working out, you're not optimally empowered, okay? Just imagine you're, you've got like one-fourth of you that is optimized, your intellect. And maybe on a physical level, maybe you're like halfway there, maybe you're 75%, maybe you're even 90% on the physical, all right? Maybe you work out maybe you eat well. But with your emotions and your energetics are not optimized and those are totally depleted, you're at the most running a 50% optimization. Okay. And that is not an empowered state to be in. If you keep your physical going really well, if you've got your intellect going really well, and you also bring in these other parts of yourself to do really well is also, then you're going to increase your capacity to accomplish even more. So this is really what personal power is about. Personal power versus external power and this is how you get there. And this is what women want. This is what turns them on. You know, how many times I've dated a guy that was like, oh, great on paper. And then like within a month or two at the most, I'm just like, I can't do this. I cannot, because I like having long-term relationship is what yeah, my focus is. And we're just like, I cannot imagine spending the rest of my life like this. You know, I want to be with a man that understands all of this. And I'm not alone. Many, 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 many women are the same way. I get messages on Instagram from women that are like, Sarah, connect me with the men that you work with. Please, please, please. They want this, guys. All right. If you want better sex, if you want to get laid, if you want the best sex of your life, if you want her to be fucking your brains out, do you this work. Do your work. All right. This is really what makes her feel your masculinity. This is what makes her want you. Your sexual power lies in this full integration of who you are and developing this part of yourself in a really authentic way. All right, lovers, have a great week. I will see you soon. Take kisses. Hey, it's Sarah again. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes for everything we discussed in this episode and to find out more about how you can work with me. Until next time, lovers. Down tonight.